Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is a very fun episode with Ray Sani. She has never seen A Star is Born. Uh, Ray is a writer on The Black Lady Sketch Show, which is just coming out now on HBO, which is super cool. She's also written on The Good Place, which is super cool. You know, it's one of my favorite shows. Uh, she wrote for The President's Show. She's such a talented writer, such a funny comedian. This is a great episode. She's never seen A Star is Born. We're joined in studio for the first time ever as well by Dana Vaughn, very good friend of mine, super funny, works for the new All That reboot on Nickelodeon, which is cool. Just great people. Very fun episode. Uh, we start off, it's a little serious, I guess. Uh, we, we recorded it on Tuesday, August 6th. A lot had been happening around the few days beforehand, uh, around the United States, big news stories that you guys know about. Um, just felt like we kind of started venting a little bit. Uh, I personally had had uh, some some situations happen with my family in, in, involving a scare, involving a, a shooter, uh, and so it's just a little emotional dealing with it, how comedians deal with emotional, which is just long winded long winded fun rants. Uh, just getting it out there. So it's kind of a heavy start, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, it's such a fun episode. Uh, Ray and Dana are just a delight, and and the script is very fun. <laughs> and if you remember Andrew's A Star Is Born script, uh, this could not be more differently formatted. This one had for- had formatting at all. Um, but so this is this is the episode. I think we're kind of keeping it all intact. Uh, so it may start out a little heavy. We navigate around uh, and get into it, and it's just a good time. It's interesting. It's fun. You can see what's going on in my head a little bit, and I appreciate y'all listening, and and thank you. And as always, ratings and reviews and stuff like that are always welcome and help the show. And mostly I just appreciate y'all being here and listening and laughing and putting up with the dumb games. 
And uh, this is it. This is Ray Sani has never seen a Star is Born. I mean, it, you know, I watched The Great Hack last night. And, What's uh, The Great Hack? It's what? that Netflix documentary about... Uh, Cambridge Cambridge Analytica. Oh, oh, I heard about this. It's okay. good. It's, Is it good? It's a giant reinforcement of all of the worst fears you've mm-hmm. joked and assumed about mm-hmm. about all your data going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. You don't really learn anything. You just are. Be, you become more aware of the scope. And if you if you're listening, we will get into the podcast. Uh, I guess this will be our transition. We'll be talking about a documentary. Um, I knew it was over in 2013 when I worked at Apple. And I don't, I can't tell you what high up Apple employee it is, but he is now the CEO. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Came into the Apple store I worked at and had tape over his camera. That's when you know it's over. The CEO. That's when I know it's over. Tim Cook. I mean, I'm not trying to name um, drop anybody. um, Uh, uh, Timothy (laughs) Chef. Timothy Chef. Timothy (laughs) Chefame. <laughs> Fine young technological actor Timothy Chalamet came in, and I heard Mark Zuckerberg also tape over yeah. the camera. Is and that bullshit? No, it's, it's. I don't think it is because these motherfuckers are the ones who are doing it. No, but it's bullshit that the like the audacity of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like on some real shit. Like I was thinking about this the other day. Like Mark Zuckerberg really destroyed the future of society I do, I think because so. he wanted to rape. Rate, not rape. Oh, rate. Uh, that's well, a good leak. Yeah, we need to legally make the uh, <laughs> T, I be, T. He wanted to rate hot chicks, yeah. and yeah. now Trump is president. He ruined the that's world. That's crazy. He yeah. ruined the world yeah. because he w- one girl thought he was pretentious once. Yes, is that insane? Yeah, and then and we helped him. Nah, but it's I women. Know, women are emotional. Insane. If you're asking me, <laughs> women are more emotional. I've, although I've never known a woman to us. start a site that. What funds terrorism? Yes. Oh, and, I don't know. Shoot up uh, undermines bars democracies twice in a Be- weekend. <laughs> oh, because, because niggas someone didn't talk us? to him once. Listen, listen. I've been chasing uh, oh. Jr. Smith for eight years. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Fucking thing up. Oh, that's true. That's funny. And also, <laughs> it's uh, um, on top of it all. The Social Network, which I think is a great movie. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you on That's that one. That's <laughs> fine. People, the, a big problem is everyone watches it and they're like, man, Zuckerberg's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yes! <laughs> and you're uh-huh. like, oh, but he's the bad guy. No, but that's no, what, no, no. that's what, oh God, now I'm forgetting old boy's name. The fucking West Wing dude. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. That's what he does. He I makes know. unsavory mm-hmm. male characters seem like, you know, clever and like weirdly misunderstood when mostly they're just mad about being rejected There's by hot something, chicks. Uh, mm-hmm. Did we do the script on this ever where I did an updated West Wing? I think I did wrote. Did you? Yeah, yeah. One time I wrote Wait, if the West Wing happened I should have done. Or no, I've if not West Wing, it. what was the other one uh, that I hated? 30 something his, studio, something no, or no, other? No, his newest one. Uh, the newsroom. The newsroom. I wrote if the newsroom happened now or, or like got rebooted, because uh, just all nightmares. The There's, newsroom was so. Yeah. The newsroom was the most pretentious thing. I, you could like <laughs> feel them uh, talking. You know, the, don't uh. you? Did you ever notice? I don't know what that account is doing. I think I blocked it. There was like a Twitter account. Oh, that, that would, was the newsroom guy's face. Yeah, and, and he, it was like him doing the news now, and I was like, name? fall down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Jeff but what was Daniels. the character's name? I never watched. But I the, never watched the, it, the but person then, yeah. literally was like, if that guy had a Twitter, and they'd be like, actually, the way that, the, and he would talk like him, and I'm like, oh. and then when he 
It was Cunty Dan Rather. It was <laughs> It was Dan I'd rather. Um, I'd rather, rather not. Rather. But he was so and that Twitter account, because it, it is this thing where you feel smart for reading it, and mm-hmm. then the more you're around it, you're like, oh, it's all so surface level. Nothing. It's it's why I had to unfollow Chris Hayes. You know what I mean? Like it's like, all right, man, like this is you. Chris Hayes isn't this annoying, but it's just like, okay, all right, guys, you're being cleverer than me by dunking on Republicans, but not really online. Lots and, of times I'm just like, you can't, sounding right doesn't make you right. Yes. It's and so frustrating. The, when, when it comes down to semantics for everything, where it's like you, you, you get hung up on one word and the exact precise definition of that one word. And you just I know Clark Jones had this bit one time mm-hmm. where he was like, he's like, I get in arguments with people online and they will be like, well, technically. And I just want to be like, motherfucker, you know, you're wrong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. you know, what's it's wrong. So true. And that's why you're arguing my punctuation. No, that's yeah. totally that's totally right. I actually uh, it's so funny. I was listening to uh, Bomani Jones's podcast like yesterday. Uh, there's one he does. That's not oops, not sports related. And on it, he was talking about the argument, like the semantics game with mm-hmm. insisting upon calling somebody racist. And he's just like, I mean, whether or not they agree that they're racist doesn't make a thing not racist. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's this weird obsession with a semantics game when ultimately like no one's going to admit that they're a racist person if they think they're a good person. And we're punching people online and for, I mean, the New York Times is a dickhead. They're dickheads a lot. But it is a waste of time to be like, you didn't call Trump white supremacist Period. Yeah. You yeah. equivocate. It's like, well, we know. People just want to so argue. Yeah. They want to put a label on it and be like, you're racist. I mean, this is and, what you are. And it's important to identify that things are yes. racist. Yes. But it's just like this insistence upon labeling yeah. as opposed to attacking ideas is a very, very frustrating thing. So you're thing. saying yeah. if that the, the, it's not worth my time to attack the New York Times by posting my photoshopped newspaper cover from 9 11 where they said, traffic bad in lower Manhattan? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, because <laughs> that's with a the, cr- that's a, that's a critique. Because <laughs> no, I made it. Cr- I made it. I was just waiting for peak hours. Yeah. No. Oh, so right. maybe not today because yeah. they're upset about the times. Right. Really. I'll wait one month and five days. Yes. Yeah. You got it. You got <laughs> it. Uh, I. No. But that's a different thing. That's a yeah. critique on poor journalism. Yeah. Right. That's not a critique on racist versus you know I am, racist uh, kinda. It yeah. is, and we you know we a it's been exhausting three days, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Good God. I got, because this will be out in a couple weeks. I, I'm going to contextualize before we get into the script and stuff, everybody. Okay. We're recording this on Tuesday the 6th. Yes, of so August. It's been a, of August. So it's been a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, hell long. I'm, uh, everything is, is, seems not as fun. <laughs> nope. <laughs> My, uh, I have been for my brother was in like a shooting in downtown yeah, Kansas. Yeah, I saw your Very tweet about scary that. stuff. I've been on edge. I didn't know how to te- te- like one. I didn't have your number until today, but two, I didn't know how to respond to you saying that because I didn't believe there was any thing I could possibly say to you to make you feel better about your brother. It's all just mm-hmm. uh, it was it is you just it doesn't feel. I have my whole life been able to have a certain distance from everything bad that's sure. ever happened. I mean, but unless it happens to me, a yeah. relative dies, something like that. I really have to. Under, my day to day 
is not affected near as much as other people's by who the president is. Sure. By mm-hmm. who <clears throat> is running this, by what happens. By walking down the street. By walking down the street, by walking home, by going jogging alone, yeah. by going to a mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you, I, I'm always, it makes me very sad. Uh, uh, my sister is a second grade teacher. Anything with school shootings makes me very sad. It makes me sad to think about a second grade teacher having to go through multiple uh, uh, shooter response drills with seven year olds. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the kids are like, okay, let's do it, is terrifying that's fucking, to me. That's fucking nuts. Uh, it's it's, it, it's, it's crazy. crazy. I mean, like, I, you know, uh, I. I remember being 11 and hearing about Columbine and like, I don't, you couldn't have told me that that would mean a permanent change. This is how how exceptional Columbine felt. We still know the name. Yeah, Eric mm-hmm. Harris, Do you know Dylan Klebold. And I've forgotten so many shootings me altogether. Too, yeah. Just like for, I mean, it was, so many are happening the freaking dumb president doesn't even know where they're happening. Yeah, no, yeah. fucking to leave. The thing that's really un- upsetting to me about this, and I know this is supposed to be a fun podcast. It'll get fun. It'll get oh, fun. It will end with frustrating puns and my dad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, also, I love whenever you talk about your dad. Um, I. It's just like, you know, in certain communities, there's always been gun violence or at least like a lack of engagement with it. And so I am very, very grateful for the like renewed attention at like gun control. You know, we let the assault weapons ban lapse and whatever. And like it, I mean, the shit was so bad this weekend that Trump decided to like be like well let's focus on mental health yeah like and that's not to give him any credit because he's a piece of shit and it's all just right-wing talking points but the idea that you would concede that there is a problem yeah is crazy to me and like or not crazy but just surprising giving how given how like it had to get that bad that they were willing to be like all right let's concede something like even if the door somehow opened for this new york times headline exactly comes from somewhere and then uh, and also like i'm disappointed but like okay i'll take it in the same way with the opioid crisis before we start to engage with like Mm -hmm. drugs ravishing like destroying our communities like fucking guns have been killing people of color forever and even in the most liberal places with the most people of color the strict gun laws there you can get guns other ways from states like yours yeah yeah and mm-hmm. just drive them across uh you know state lines or whatever i'm mad that it took white kids dying yes. or you know like 29 in a fucking 48 hour span to like make people pay attention to gun violence in this way but if it it's the kind of thing that will focus on you know the fact that guns kill more people inside the household that they're in or you know it's like intimate partner violence or suicide or whatever if we're gonna get to that part i'm good with it i mean there's something frustrating about like it's to such an extreme extent now where the uh the counterpoints are also sad yeah. where people you're like why can't we do something about this violence with guns in malls and then the counterpoint will be actually most of the time guns kill your wife yeah. and you're like well that's, yep. also, that's also very terrible. sad <laughs> can we just get rid of all it's of like, it it's Let's like just... okay like well most of the time you just need three bullets to murk your wife so you, we don't right. like yeah. we don't have to engage with like an assault so re- weapons ban it's so crazy oh. 
All right. Anyway, let's have fun. Let's have yeah. fun. Uh, I, but I, I don't think I wrote a fun script. Though. That'd be so. Uh, we, this is actually that was Ray's script. I think we nailed it. I was Bradley Cooper. Uh, <laughs> um, this is so funny. This movie. I uh, think about this movie. Oh, I have you? not seen it. Um, Me neither. I, I, okay. I will pre-record well, an intro to the, the show. I've seen the newest one. Okay. So there will be a real intro to the show done where I just talk about what's going to happen. Okay. Oh, okay. But I always talk about how. So, so I'll record it afterwards. Okay. Um, but this has never seen it. But here, here's uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is a podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today, having never seen A Star Is Born, Ray Sonny. Hi. Thank you for being here. I've never seen any of the iterations of A Star Is Born. Uh, I there's two, three. No, three. I feel like there's four. I don't know, but well, I know there's... that the the one most recent yeah. was supposed to be with Beyonce. Really? What? Yes. Bradley Beyonce Cooper... and Lady Gaga? No. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a that queer been... star is I born? would own the movie. I, I would that. own the movie and the poster. I, You know, you can <laughs> get Beyonce and Lady Gaga. There was video phone and telephone mm-hmm. that came out in what, 2012? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It was probably earlier than that, maybe 2010. Uh, you know, so if you want to hit that fantasy, there's just not going to be grovelly Bradley Cooper in it. Oh, I've Googled it. <laughs> uh, private browser. We're also joined by Dana Vaughn. Hello. Thank you for being here. Hi. Um, so, uh, The Star is Born, I, had no, I knew just from uh, this podcast and other, talking about it that there were other iterations of it. Mm-hmm. I think that, and I've said this on here before, the biggest testament to how famous Beyonce is, <laughs> is that when the new Lion King stuff came out everyone was like yo they got Beyonce and The Lion King is the most famous movie ever (laughs) from the biggest company in the history of entertainment and people were like how did they lock her down for two days Bruh, Beyonce is so famous (laughs) that they made, they remade The Lion King. Everyone thinks it's bad, although I was very stoned and I watched it and I loved it. Everyone thinks it's bad. Beyonce put out an album of quote unquote African music about like a story that clearly takes place in like Eastern or Southern Africa and put only West African music on it and nobody complained. Yeah, she... <laughs> people like, are just oh, happy that there's were, new sounds yeah, of her. Yes, yeah, anywhere. She's making more noises. They were like, oh, so I can listen to... I think... <laughs> yeah. And we were just talking the other night about how good Beyonce's Instagram is. And yeah. I know it's not her... But whoever runs it is the Beyonce of Instagram. I actually yeah. think that Beyonce runs her Instagram. I do think she looks at it before they put oh, yeah. it up. Yeah, I, I cannot see Beyonce typing. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I think she types. I, I think, think she types and I think she lurks. I think she reads every fucking gossip site. I think she reads Lipstick Alley, which is basically Reddit for bad bitches. Like, I think she reads everything. And also there's an account on Twitter that I found. It's called... Uh, ain't no jigga and it's you know a Jay-Z fan account mm-hmm. and I think it's Jay-Z oh, my God. oh I yeah, could I'm like, 100% see that interesting I, could... I think that they both have like stan accounts is that, yeah, that's yeah, really is that account the one that did the top 50 rappers today oh, and Jay-Z God, no. was number one I was like Wait, I can see Jay-Z coming up with this account yes uh I didn't see that one yet because I muted Top 50 today. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this one with y'all. Yeah. Tony Morrison just died. I'm not yeah. doing these games with you. It's not time for, it's t- not time <laughs> for Top 50 satire list. But um, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper ever, ever, ever. I will admit, though, that I came of age when he was super famous, like 
kids don't know that he's so famous today yeah. because like he's Beyonce's husband at the Lion King premiere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. just standing in a corner with his messy afro yeah. looking proud of his wife, yeah. you know? He is so he's, famous. He does he does rich stuff that isn't for being famous. Yes. He op- he he open he's opening a weed dispensary and specifically hiring people who had been sent to jail for yes. non-crime Which like, violent drugs. Should just offensive. be the law. Uh, right. it yeah, should exactly. just be the first people that get to make to, money off yeah, it are the ones yeah. who lost years yeah. of their lives. But instead it takes the most Shit. famous rich person <laughs> who also grew up understanding. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean he's um, sold bricks. I cannot imagine I have not seen a Stars Born. Mm-hmm. I at first, I was like, I can't picture Beyonce being in this, but now it's all I want to do. Yes! And I love Lady Gaga, too. I love me some De- Stephanie Germanata. Uh, I, there's this really fun thing with Lady Gaga. My mom really likes Lady Gaga. Does she? And so, like, when this movie came out, my, here's my mom, like, my parents really like to say things. When they come up with the thing, that's the thing they say for a while. My mom be like, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. My mom be like you know, even parent. without the effects, she's got a really good voice. <laughs> like, yeah. And now we're insisting yep. upon her really good voice yeah. like, effects all the time. We all knew it. <laughs> and oh, she likes to say that about uh, uh, Miley Cyrus too. Miley can sing. She can I really, believe, really yeah. sing. Miley yeah. can blow. Um, not in this movie though. So <laughs> let's, uh, but let's, oh. Before, we got to assign parts. We do have to yes. assign parts. Before we do that, we actually close the, the show with a game called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing, having only watched a trailer, never oh, had ever heard mm-hmm. of the movie. Okay. And so how it works is my dad describes a movie trailer, you have to guess what movie it's for. Okay. We're going to tease it right now so you can hear a few seconds of it. Uh, okay. Okay. She wants him to open the curtains. All right. Let that simmer. Let that simmer for the rest of the podcast. Uh, okay. This is a hard one. Is this current or any? I, I, like, is it, there a time period? Is this a, a Baz Luhrmann film? Uh, for sure not. Okay. <laughs> Were you thinking a little Moulin Rouge yeah. with the curtains? Yeah, I could see that. Hmm. Um, what a specific guy who just exists. <laughs> I know. He's so specific. It's so specific. He is somehow. Imagine if someone was like, what if Tim Burton made a Tim Burton musical? Totally. <laughs> but like, also was like instead of using dark cinema I don't I'm not a, a film person yeah. so I don't know the words. But you know how like CSI uh New York is 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 blue, yeah. blue gray versus Miami, Miami that's like, orange. Yeah. yeah, so like I feel like Baz Luhrmann is the orange okay. of a Tim Burton's blue. I'm All so right. happy yep. that you're like, uh, Baz Luhrmann's more of a CSI Miami <laughs> to Tim Burton's CSI I'm New really York. I'm trying to be well, on board good with for this. you. We actually uh, have them both here, if you guys wouldn't mind coming they're in. They're going to slap me in the face, <laughs> Even If I said they were both here, Tim Burton would be that microphone, yeah. and Baz Luhrmann would just be all of those instruments like, personified. Baz, Baz Luhrmann would be very happy to know that a black person mm-hmm. is watching this <laughs> shit and enjoyed it. He will get the Google yeah. alert yes, that his name yeah. was mentioned. He was like, a um, negress yeah. enjoys me. His, his, so uh, let's do, we'll get into Stars Born. You can cast it. Also, we score the whole podcast with our instrument kit here. Mm. So oh. if anyone wants anything, go ahead and oh. grab that. Okay. I'm going to grab these. Oh, my God. You have like a baby's xylophone. Uh, yeah. Oh we got God. a children's instrument kit. Okay. I just want you to know that I'm really bad at like instruments and stuff. because I have a stick. Um, do I need two? Oh, no, I played alto sax for two years in seventh and eighth grade, and oh, I was horrendous. the CSI New York of saxophones. <laughs> We all know the tenor is Miami. <laughs> I want to just play. I just that will be our 
what was that Zuckerberg site? Hot or not? Hot or not. It will be Miami or New York, where you just see a picture. The new dating app will be you see a picture and you swipe if he's New York or if he's Miami. <laughs> if it's if it's or their if color it's emo story at all. Too. If it's emo at all, it's yeah. CSI New York, guys. Come on. All right, so let's cast it up. Okay. You can pick whoever you want to play, whatever. Um, I'm gonna be. Uh, so you're gonna be Jackson, obviously. Great. Is that whatever? And then hot chick in the crowd. Great. And I'll be another hot chick. Great. And then, you know, <laughs> if we come upon another character in scenes, we will. Uh huh. Okay. Um, we'll just reassign. There, there already this. is a third hot chick. <laughs> I'm <laughs> reading ahead <laughs> in, the, in the first scene. There is a third hot chick. I forgot. I'm sorry. We'll I can some. also be third hot chick. Yes, please. Okay. Yes, please. I'm not a good actress, so. Oh, I. Uh, I am not an actress either, so this okay, will right. go over great. Okay. <laughs> Looks like I'm here carrying another one. <laughs> you just come to me go, only doing Jackson, an Italian I want your accent. Best, I want your best blue-eyed, um, grovelly thing. I do know how. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, so I'll read uh, yeah, stage directions ahead. and stuff. Okay. Exterior concert day. A really, really handsome guy who sat about it for some reason, Jackson Maine, <laughs> sits on a stool on a stage performing a super emo song for throngs of suburban teenagers trying their best to feel. Jackson strums his <laughs> acoustic guitar and warbles some lyrics that no one can make out, but his grovelly voice makes it sound important. Whatever he's feeling, he means it. <clears throat> Touch the ground. <laughs> He's like hot Tom Waits. I watched The Wire too. <laughs> Jackson continues his song. Everyone is super into it, but he's still all sad. Ennui, probably. But also, maybe an alcoholic man, a mom, and a meth head dad broke him in his adolescence and he'll never be whole. I'll never be whole. Whip your dick out. <laughs> Who, <laughs> I did not read that line right. Who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> Exterior trailer park night. Jackson Maine is hammered and passed out in his car. Jackson's cool black friend, like the coolest black friend, is fucking Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Spots him on his way to retrieve some tools from his car trunk. He walks up to Jackson's car and shakes his head disappointedly. He taps on the window. Jackson jolts awake and rolls down the window. So uh, I, I can do Dave Chappelle if you want. <laughs> it was fun yes, to watch, look, see you look at both of us I, I and decide like, oh, you will do it. Yeah, no, you can be Dave Chappelle, please. <laughs> Uh, dude, you're passed out in your car again. This is my best Dave Chappelle impression. It's pretty good. Uh, you didn't even make it inside. This shit is out of hand. You're too good at strumming on the guitar to be out here sleeping in a red Chevy in the front of this here trailer park. I know, black friend. I know. And since I'm wise and black, I'm here to give you advice. I don't want advice. I want pain. Dave gives Jackson a dirty slap around the face. How'd that feel? I think I prefer cutting or destroying my liver with Jim Beam. Have you ever considered fucking a talented woman as broken as you? <laughs> oh, Might make her and you feel good. <sighs> you know, I'm so hot and talented and emo, but it never occurred to me that chicks are also chicks are also like hot and talented and emo. <laughs> wow. Gonna fuck a hot emo chick on the ground. <laughs> but she gotta be talented for it to count. Uh, well, where does one find a talented hot, but like not too talented or too hot because I don't don't like feeling threatened by a woman. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> Interior small club night. Uh, Jackson, Maine. Will you be Stephanie? Sure. Okay. Jackson, Maine is in the crowd at a small music venue when a really attractive woman who has just dyed her hair brown <laughs> to get across the message that she's not glamorous or beautiful or famous starts singing. Take it off! I'll be random dude. Random dude in the crowd. Okay. Dude, chill. This is a hipster spot. We, like, kind of respect women here. <coughs> this ain't a titty bar? But that woman on stage looks like she has no self-esteem. Dude, this is a burlesque show. They have agency here. Whoa. Wait till I tell Dave. <laughs> name is Dave Chappelle in the fucking movie. <laughs> Wait till I tell Dave. Jackson makes his way over to a spot right by the stage where he could see Stephanie up close. Stephanie notices him noticing her. She turns her back toward the crowd and grabs a small vial with, a, with glitter labeled Manic Pixie Dream Dust and sprinkles a little on herself. She turns back around and is now weirdly irresistible. Wow. You're not exactly hot, but you are weirdly irresistible. I know. Not in like a condescending way or anything. I'm going to fuck you. Relax. <laughs> Just pretend I like my songs and we'll go from there. Wow. I love this. Jackson watches Stephanie sing and slowly becomes obsessed with her. He notices other men noticing her and he's pissed, but it also turns him on weirdly. He likes cuckold porn. Mm -hmm. Dave should watch out. Let's ah! spend the night together. I'll lay my insecurities bare and you can weaponize them against me because you're hurting inside. Uh, but what about sex? Totally. We can even sing depressing country songs during it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Exterior Stephanie's house. Day. Stephanie steps out of Jackson's car. He has just dropped her off at her mom's house after a night of mediocre but still passionate sex and smoking tons of American spirit cigarettes. Well, so we fucked. That was nice. I fucked you because you can sing. Stop it. I won't, and I'll do it again. Really? Yeah, but I have to crush you first. Capiche? Whatever. Stephanie turns away to walk inside her mama's house. Hey! Stephanie turns back. What? You, they're holding my jeans or something? No. I just want you to know, I'm the only man who sees you. And don't go looking in the mirror. Can't have you seeing yourself. Oh, Stephanie smiles so and walks off. This is rough. This is intense. Wow, did you see my culture critique? Um, <laughs> here comes a montage of Stephanie being better at music than Jackson <laughs> and him being pretend him pretending to be cool with it. He's not all that cool. Interior living room, day. Stephanie and Jackson, now a married couple with three children, and both are drunk and miserable, but pretending it's like fine or whatever. Look at us. Isn't it lovely? You let me ruin you, and I will love you forever for it. A knock is at the door. The kids run to the door. Oh, okay. I'll be Stephanie Jr. <clears throat> Mom, it's Black Uncle Dave. <laughs> let him in. <laughs> nah, I don't go into white people's houses. <laughs> Just wanted to pop up and remind you I was in this film. Appreciate you, man. Without you, I'd be sad and alone. Now I'm sad and too stressed to notice. I love Jim Beam. Jackson and Stephanie kiss as their kids and Dave Chappelle look on. Yucky! Gross! Stop trying to trick me into cucking you. <laughs> oh, God. Endings. End of script. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm sorry, you guys. Oh, don't be. You know what's so funny? <laughs> is you reminded me Dave Chappelle was in the movie. <laughs> yes, honestly. With the character who walks in and says, I am here. Yes. yes. Like, to remind you, I'm in the movie. Her. No, on God, like, I I watched the trailer. Yeah. To, so I got a sense of what yeah, this yeah. was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, yeah, you wise black friend who shows up probably three times. I mean, it's uh, I do remember him in the trailer. And he's, like, always in, like, the the tank top and looks like he just worked on a car yes. and is even wearing like mm-hmm. the bagger Vance yes. hat. Yes! Oh my god. It was, and listen, Dave Chappelle is God to me. You understand? Yeah. He can't do no wrong except for those transphobic jokes and they were just beneath him anyway. They weren't good. Weren't worth it. Dave, you're sharper than that. I would say the most, you were definitely method Dave Chappelle as you did sit down the entire time you delivered <laughs> that performance. And you know, I'm slapping your knee and I, I know the both on your knee. knee. Yeah, you rip the podcast mic out and hit your knee with it and plug it back in. I do. Listen, he's the only person who I don't mind laughing at themselves. Yeah. Because oh, when yeah. everybody else does it, I'm like, you ain't that funny. Uh, I just but say, he's that it's funny. sometimes he's that fun funny. when they're having a good time. I'm like, look at them up there having fun. Yeah. I think it's he's the type that can have fun doing that. Some Do you ever see like a more like a one-linery, like a person, like someone with a very distinct nothing going on on stage like laugh at what they're doing and you're like you can't laugh you're yeah. Twitter you you're Twitter have you but- ever been to an open mic that's everyone oh, yes. yeah, no, oh god oh god and and also Dave doesn't laugh you into laughing right mm-hmm. a yeah. lot of times the laugh when a comedian does it on stage, it's yeah. like, oh, they realize they're, this ain't hitting, let me lead yeah, you. Yeah. Dave <laughs> really cracks himself the fuck up, and yeah, I enjoy that. He enjoys <laughs> I like it. hearing his his thoughts as much as everyone yeah. else, and he's yeah. just I, I on love for that. the ride. It's I great. mean, I just, you know, I don't know a goddamn thing about this fucking movie. Listen. I really, I know the ending. Well, I've seen it, and what this is, is, is like, strangely. Oh, yeah, Dana <laughs> yeah, has seen it. It's actually, like, eerily kind of accurate it's just like let me get a woman to like prove that i'm also good but also not he's just like a he's a drunk alcohol like he's a very famous country guy right yeah and then finds her in a bar singing when he's like down on his one of my favorite things is the uh uh, I'm the only one who thinks Lady Gaga is, is hot. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The beautiful person, the worldwide yes. beautiful person. Worldwide beautiful person, also one of the strongest vocals in pop. Oh Imagine goodness. if it had been Beyonce and he had to be like, it's Can me, you imagine? the I one think it person who I finds Beyonce. I don't think Beyonce. it would work she, she, yeah. because <laughs> her entire presence when she walks into a room, everyone just like shudders and goes insane because she's so like Here's why I think it could ephemeral. work. Like, Here's why I think it could work because Beyonce's black, right? I could see if we kept it country mm-hmm. and like, you know, how they took, they tried to get Lil Nas X off of the billboard in but country. Insane. So I could see them having that like underdog racial element or yeah. whatever. Yes. Maybe not letting Beyonce comb her hair or whatever, you know, trying to make her look slavey or whatever. It's the only way it could work. But yeah, no, Beyonce is prettier than shit. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, they're both, so, they're both 
<clears throat> so it's it's so funny. He's so it's hot. Just, it was he is hot. and I was like, what are you trying to tell me here? Like what? Are, like, <laughs> can I ask you? Hot people do you want to know what happens at the very end? <laughs> what happens at the end? Do you, doesn't he kill himself? He doesn't Bradley Cooper kill himself at the end of the movie? No, I think he over. Now I don't remember. Is it like <laughs> a? Is it like a drink to he? death? Is it like a cirrhosis kind of yeah. thing? Oh, he hangs himself. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, um, he, he hung himself. Oh, I remember. So yeah, this. Dana's in here. Like, I think he OD'd on rope. <laughs> Yeah, it was just too much rope around his head. How much were you on when you watched that movie? I actually was. uh, (laughs) I watched an overdose scene while I was high. Thanks. (laughs) I forgot. I forgot. I have a terrible memory. But he like he hangs himself. Is is he still fucking with his brother? Yeah. While it happened, that's just what he he was like. The guy from Kill Bill. Oh, so (laughs) no, 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 no. But I was also fascinated with Dave Chappelle because apparently they cut the scene that actually explained his relationship to Bradley. They did. So it was that like be... always kind of vague. It was like, I think he was like a drummer that used oh, to tour okay. or like something. I could be pulling this out of my ass. Well, but so like... I IMDb'd it and it told me it was like two hour and 25 minutes and I was like, you niggas is wildin'. Like, I'm not doing this <laughs> with yeah. you. Even if I long. wanted to watch the movie, Come on, Judd Apatow done fucking changed the game, and now we out here putting <laughs> ten thousand uh, well, hours into twenty minutes. I did hate the part movies. in A Star Is Born when she turns to him and she's like, "This is forty and I'm just <laughs> no, no. I almost was like, "Wow, is Maude in that? That's yeah. crazy." Yeah, somehow. Uh, that is a long time for a movie. What I just saw the Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay, and it was yeah, so it long, too. and I was still like. It's rare that a movie, I think it's like two hours and 40 minutes long, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is the rare time where I'm like, I probably would have liked this more if it was 25 minutes longer. Do you really? I, what? I thought it didn't explore enough of some parts of it. I'm very curious. Um, yeah, but I, it, since this. it's so new, I don't want to like get too much yeah, into like uh-huh. details and stuff on the show, but I did really like it, but I was just like, I kind of, it felt unfair to some things. Okay. Because I, like, one of my most trusted friends in the world, like, a really brilliant guy, told me he loved, loved it. Yeah. This is a black mm. queer dude. So I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, I mean, it's great. I'm. It's like a different skit. And this is taking out, like, whoever he, that Quentin Tarantino was as a dude. It's like taking all that out. It's it's a different scale when you're talking about how his movies go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm not comparing it to, uh, like, when I went and saw whatever else when I had movie pass. I'm, like, comparing it to, like, <laughs> Inglorious Bastards yeah. and, like... Which I didn't enjoy all yeah. that much. And, like, all these other things that, like, his... And, like, Kill Bills, which are, like, I love them. Perfect. I'm um, not a huge I'm, Tarantino I'm like, fan, so I yeah. did not I You it. know, the thing about Tarantino, for me, he feels like a rapper in the sense that it's like, I well, you about to say a bunch of shit I don't fuck with, but I'm here. I'm having a yeah. good time. I do respect <laughs> yeah. that he does it. You know, mm-hmm. he still kind of has like this sort of auteur mentality in a age of somehow every movie all of being the Avengers. other people who exist because there's not a lot of. I think we might have even talked about. There's not a lot of. Uh, just directors out here directing anymore because so much stuff is franchise. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And you're getting in, and there's great directors <clears throat> directing franchise stuff, but really it's like, and some of the people who seem to be the next wave after him, I have, I'm now, I've turned on them so much where I'm just like, <laughs> at least Tarantino still, but like Christopher Nolan stuff, which I loved for, and now I'm just like, now kind you're of, over it. I'm kind heavy of exhausted. Handed. And I think, I don't even know if it's him. Well, it's very His tone handed. is so much the same. Yes. All yeah. of his movies are Inception. But the yeah. thing is, yeah, the, pro- the problem is that you're not tired of Christopher Nolan. You're tired of the genre he inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because no one... <laughs> is what? that your Christopher Nolan music? 
Yeah, sorry, okay, sorry. I, I gotta save my xylophone for when we talk about someone less heavy. Uh, but, yeah, where was the xylophone during Boss? I know, I forgot. <laughs> okay. okay, here's Great Gatsby. Uh, oh, I forgot he did the Great Gatsby. I went and saw Great Gatsby with people I worked with at Apple, uh-huh. uh, like kind of right when it came out, maybe the second or third night at one of those theaters in Midtown in New York. And I had, I kid you not, Front row, furthest left seat. Okay. Which if you see, do you know if you so see? So you were watching a movie like this the whole yeah. time. The whole. Did you know terrible. if you see I just it that no, you don't even know what it. happens. Like that's what the seizure warning is for. <laughs> is if you see a Boz Lerman movie from the was side. Was it that packed yeah. out? Yeah, it was sold out. Wow. But I think it's because Gatsby, Gatsby wasn't even that good. No, it wasn't. No. It was pretty. It was pretty. Yeah. Oh, everything but you know makes what? Very pretty. You know what was terrible? This God forgive me. I shouldn't be face shaming or anything, but. Uh, Gatsby was the movie where I was like, "Oh, Leo's not hot no more." Yeah, I was just it, yeah. talking about this with someone about how kids don't realize that like Leo he was used this to be huge fine ass fuck. star that the was like. The second you guys flawless. become twelve years too old for him, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's because you're both twenty five, right? Uh-huh. I'm not blonde, and I went to college. Dude, I couldn't believe there was some like article of like where are Leonardo DiCaprio's exes now? I'm like, what a and. What a thing to post because they're, <laughs> they're all like in 26. They're five. summer camp. They're, yeah. like they're, just, they're not in school until September. But I, I kind of like, so that site didn't mean it, you know, as a culture commentary. No. But right. I'm grateful that they put it out there because well, yeah. that shit is weird as shit. You 40 years old and you keep chasing 20 yeah. year old blondes. That's weird. Right. And like fucking Diddy's now dating some young lady who used to date his son. Like I'm not really? with it. Whoa. Yes. Steve Harvey's stepdaughter is Diddy's, I don't know, apparent no. girlfriend who used to be Diddy's son's Christian's girlfriend. Yeah, but I would and Christian's love to talk one-on-one with Steve Harvey about it. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, you know, look at him. He's probably just like, you know, think like a man and hand your child over to another one. That's probably true. Yeah, I don't, uh, something about the Tarantino stuff where it's just a different I think about it in a different way where I'm like this feels like it's I can only compare it to his other movies Mm -hmm. because it feels like his movies feel like a separate type of movie I I agree with you on that and you know that Maureen Dowd uh, article with Uma Thurman makes uh, Kill Bill one and two, a harder watch. It does. Mm-hmm. But I still be going on YouTube <laughs> to look at that Oren Ishii set. I mean, it's... That's perfect. It's great. It's, and I'm so, like, on, first of all, can we just talk about what an underrated goddess Lucy Liu is? Oh, my goodness. Fucking gorgeous. Ugh. Incredibly talented actor. Um, and was, like, and has been a part of every, like seminal moment in television she was on like Ally McBeal and uh, she was in uh, Cashmere Mafia somebody pointed right. out to me yesterday yeah. uh, I love Elementary don't tell anybody but I love that uh, Sherlock Thankfully no one listens I... to this <laughs> <laughs> so I love Lucy Liu on that I just I loved her in Lucky Number Slevin I fucking love Lucy Liu I forgot about Lucky Number Slevin yes the old Josh, ha- Josh Hartnett <laughs> vehicle <laughs> where did my boy go because he was popping for a little bit uh, he said he's going to take 40 days and 40 nights off <laughs> oh boo Yay. Yay. boo Yay. are these the puns you were talking sadly, about sadly no <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is the ones coming up are scripted oh 
so we got to do. We've been doing this thing on the podcast called the bracket of shame and having been shamed. Okay. Basically, we're trying to find out what movie and TV show gets the most shame around having not seen it. Okay. Uh, it's been going on since I uh-huh. can't even remember. Okay. Shows have. Netflix has canceled 75 shows since we Isn't started it this crazy? bracket. Uh, yeah, it is. And I, well, this is a total weird tangent that maybe isn't the funnest, like, safest thing to talk about. We got an unfun tangent this whole episode. Yes. Is fun. <laughs> uh, this will be the first Mental serious thing we racism. talk about. Uh, yeah. I was, I, Adam Conover posted this article. If you mm-hmm. can imagine Adam posting an article. Uh, <laughs> I told Adam, I'm like, you're the only reason I know... That the industry doesn't get along. Yeah, like you're the only reason I know about this. And he's like, "Thank you." And I'm like, "It is." He is so specific. He's so specific, and it was so alarming because my sister and I we have like such opposite tastes. Like my sister is a regular book and shorty. She's very talented, very smart, but we have like completely opposite tastes. And I don't know. I went to my parents' house like three years ago, and my fucking East New York raised ass sister was out there being like Adam knows everything yeah. <laughs> oh, everyone, she loved I, everyone it. loves it because it is great it's good it's well like, thought it's so out it's interesting I'm it's funny yeah. uh, and he's so nice and you do believe him yeah she she was on board she was like I fucks with him uh, I don't know what to tell you he was he shared an article about what's happening with Netflix Adam ruins everything sorry. um uh and and what's happening with these shows? And this was even before the OA just got canceled yesterday, yeah. which I haven't seen. But two seasons in, this is a Netflix pattern. Yeah, the two, two seasons, seasons in, yeah. and a big thing in the article is talking about how after two seasons, showrunners get to renegotiate contracts. Ah, I didn't how, realize it was uh, that sinister. <clears throat> and so basically, Netflix only creates stuff to get new subscribers. subscribers yeah, and they have every metric of a, what a new subscriber watches. The and first two seasons The first of two seasons of a show. They don't and come back the for a third? Second, and no, lots of retained people will watch it. Okay. But it was a big thing about how the statistics were. They only want to get new subscribers. They're not, they don't want to make art. They're not an art company. No. They, and I then mean, uh, how you, so it's not cost effective to make a third season if it's not bringing in enough money yeah. and producers are renegotiating at the same so, time. So I have no factual basis for what I'm about to say. Yeah. But for... 9-11... <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you pull out the Trump unfactual. saw the Muslims dancing in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, listen, I'm, my parents are Nigerian Muslim. I was raised Muslim, you guys. This is a satire. And um, <laughs> I just want to be clear because people take me literally... Um, I think all the time about Hamid Weinberg has that bit about his parents' anniversary is 9-11. Oh, dear. And he was like, they lived in New Jersey. So he goes, I don't know. Maybe Trump saw my parents. <laughs> Wait, is he Muslim? He's half Muslim, half, half, uh, half Jewish. Yeah. Oh, good for and, um, good for them. Mohammed Weinberg. <laughs> yeah, well, so I thought, but you know, Arabic is so close to Hebrew yeah. that I thought maybe it was just like a Semitic version of. Um, that could also be how racist people were at Ellis Island would be uh, the Muslim name is turned yeah. to Weinberg exactly. when they get to Ellis Island. <laughs> like, we enough. really got to get something well, more acceptable here. We got to fit in. <laughs> the Jews is where we're going to go on this one. Uh, uh, it was very funny. But uh, I, I, again, no factual basis for this, but I have thought Netflix is a Ponzi scheme for three years. The thing is, I just am reluctant to say it out loud in case somebody wants to hire me to write oh, on a Netflix sure. show. Because, you know, they signed Kenya Barris and Shonda Rhimes. And I'm like, those are my people. I got a shot. But uh, it's a I Ponzi- think they have the kind of Ponzi scheme that would still hire you and be like, yo, we like how you called us out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's true. Um, but I'm just like, like, they gave Kenya Barris 
so much fucking money. And then they turned around and gave Shonda Rhimes so much fucking money. Yeah. And then they get, turned around and gave the Obamas so much fucking yeah. money. And I'm like, where's this money come from? Because while They're it's annoying to pay billions 15, in debt. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, they okay, literally I, are. Like, I only, like, $15 a month for one service is annoying, yeah. but it is not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. And I can't imagine that China signing up new Netflix accounts every day. It's a fucking scam. Posi- like, where's the money coming from? Right, Deficit can't financing everything they make. Grow really? Forever. Yeah. So how are you giving Shonda Rhimes checks? And look, girl, get your money. I ain't mad at it. I'm just These saying. Tech well, you, guess. how much yeah. debt are you in? I mean, they, they gotta won't. just be able to keep getting investors yeah. because they have data. But they like, have and viewing they habit data, and they don't share it with us. I mean, they don't share it with us. They don't know we have. But they have the only thing that is valuable now is 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 data. Whether they can literally see what people are spending their time watching, and they can influence what gets in front of eyes. You don't sure. think it's some a, giant. So then, why investors? don't you fucking like? But then that that's so vexing because ultimately their their data doesn't mean anything if they have to cancel the OA after two seasons. Yeah, it's actually it makes no sense. They don't invest more in their own IP because that's yes. all that they, they can. They're gonna lose everything. Of. Exactly. Because First all of all, these other streaming I companies exactly. are yeah. buying Disney's their own gonna take stuff every back. fucking thing. So why are you only making two seasons of content? I, I mean, I think it's all going to explode. Well, then, I think there's. I think yeah. Disney is gonna be the most interesting one because they own everything every parent every wants a kid to see, and a lot of thing. people are parents. They yes. own ev- and everyone who isn't a parent lives in Southern California and goes to Disneyland with their friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Netflix doesn't have like it, they don't own anything other than their own original content, yeah. and if they don't keep building that up. Disney it's... and when they lose The Office and when they lose they really because that stuff leaked out about the percentage of people that watch The Office and Friends and The Office is in the teens of the percentage of what people are watching Holy on Netflix. Holy wow. That is yes. think about how much stuff they have yeah. and it's 14% of people are watching one thing you lose wow. in a year. Well I like I remember I like uh, maybe last year uh Humble brag, but not really. I was in the Good Place writers' room, and Mike Schur, who created the Good right. Place, uh, was uh, like one of the best writers on the Office, and his his uh, episodes were brilliant. He's so sharp and funny. But um, I remember telling him, I was like, "It's so weird. There are all these black people watching your shit on Netflix right now." Yeah. And he like he was just, like you know just kind of like, "Oh, really? That's so." <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it's just, so it's just so bizarre because like all of 2018 was just like black twitter being like i fucking love pam yeah and it's pam crazy yeah. it's still it is like it's on television because i mean my brother's 20 yeah. mm-hmm. and he just got into it like two years ago and he's right. like he's texting my sister and he's like have you guys seen the office and it's like yeah <laughs> We saw oh it when God. we were your age, yes. and it did the same thing and, to yeah. us. So yeah. I like That's crazy. That I've been thinking about the office a lot lately because I feel like one of my friends is like, you could, you know, he was trying to lament PC culture, yeah, and you know, you couldn't make the office now, and I was like, That's the point of the office, though. Like you <laughs> couldn't make it now because they were making a very specific commentary yeah. mm-hmm. on the culture at the time. Of course, you don't need to call out your racist. Because we all on Twitter doing it now. Yeah. So, of course, the show wasn't relevant. But I think it's so sharp and so good and so it's good. It's kind of crazy. It's uh, so funny. It's so good. It is. Uh, yeah. It's going to be weird. Disney's going to be weird. And right when Disney comes out, Netflix is going to lose 
the office parks and rec and friends. And so and well, they're going to have to build their own, you know, universe. I can't wait till they re. They make an orange is the new they're black. Gonna like, <laughs> they're going to reboot tour. their own shows yeah, to get like a ride. Oh, Netflix saved the show. They canceled. They canceled. <laughs> yeah, God, good yeah. for them. But then it'll uh, we'll still be on the. We're bringing back House of Cards. Uh, we've killed him twice, but his ghost. No, wow. actually, they're gonna they're gonna be like, ah, uh, did we care that he groped men anyway? It's gonna be like t- ten years from now. Uh, they're they're just be gonna like, steal our money and data and start a new company. That's all it's going to be. They do, or they're going to be like DVDs exclusive again. Uh, so, we, yeah, we've been doing this thing called the bracket of shame and being shamed. It's about oh, find sorry. out what movie or TV show there's a, you get the shamed most if you haven't seen it. Okay. So whether mm-hmm. you've done the shaming or received it. Okay. We're in a, the, uh, I guess, there's 16 left. This is the most exhaustive thing we've ever Wait, done on so the show. Wait, so you did so it like NCA bracket? We've been a big, happening. big 64 team bracket, 32 okay. movies, 32 TV shows. We're okay. down to eight of each. We're going to talk I'm about four eight. movies. Here we go. So okay. we're just doing one bracket here. Okay. This is the uh, the first two are great, but the third one is meh division. Headlined <laughs> by The Godfather. Okay. okay. So we're going to talk Excuse about two me, matchups. What? Oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so what? this is what do you get the most shame if you haven't seen, or what would you give out the most shame if you haven't seen? And this matchup is Star Wars or The Princess Bride. Ooh, shame. Oh. The Princess Bride is the highest seed, highest numbered seed that's made it this far. It's had a couple upsets here. I've never Star seen any Star Wars movie, and people are go, I get it. Um, I got shamed into watching Princess Bride when I was 15. Yeah. And wow, they dragged me for it very hard. Yeah. And <laughs> it be, I was at this white private school and my African ass family wasn't watching a princess ride. You know, we like Fred Savage because we like the Wonder Years, but I didn't know <laughs> anything else about him. Like there's like a weird pop culture gap in my life where like eight, late 80s or 80s and That's early 90s. I, I think exactly it's also that. an yeah. age to like if you ask the princess bride for a Star Wars question to a decade above or below our relative age, it would be vastly different. Yeah, I think you're right. We talk sometimes on here about how Marvel has affected Star Wars legacy. How? Where I think younger kids, it's not the big giant epic thing. Oh, I see. This oh, is yeah. like when we were yeah. young and then the Phantom Menace came out in theaters, it like stopped the world. Yeah, it did stop the world. Wars, you were like, this is crazy. I think it's the craziest theatrical release ever. Because mm. people, and then if, if it had been good, how untouchably <laughs> far ahead it would have been in this. Uh, Box office situation. Did you see that article with the guy who played Jar Jar Binks being like, I was suicidal? Yes. And it's very sad. And you're just like, That's the alien guy. Yeah, also. What did they make you watch the movie? Uh, (laughs) Also, not seen. (laughs) Oh, no. Jar Jar was the one that everyone hated. Yes. Sorry. I'm just now getting on board. I clearly It it was a weird combination because I, like, having never seen a Star Wars movie I'm very intimately aware of people's relationship yes. to Jar Jar Binks yeah. I, and I just remember when that movie came out what I would have been like 12 or 13 they like um, white people just hated him because he felt black and then black people hated him because he was a a stereotype and I was like poor British black dude you didn't even know what he was doing you know and I'm like why would he also you? didn't get to see what he was voicing yes exactly he, <laughs> he didn't was know just he screaming did, he into was a voice yeah, he, he was probably just acting just, yeah, wearing he was just, a and I was like why like a... aren't we dragging George Lupe, Lucas yeah. for these slave stereotypes George Lopez. Yeah. you got this why aren't we dragging George Lopez well him too <laughs> come on George <laughs> too. it's like lazy comedy uh, there we'll get him <laughs> yo there was a there was a picture on uh like on Twitter maybe like three years ago. Everybody was at a famous black person's 
a funeral and it's a picture of George Lopez with like Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle and like D.L. Hughley maybe. And it, so the caption that went super viral was like three legends in George Lopez. <laughs> oh, that's cutting him. Oh, he's all right. Uh, I don't know if he is at all. I don't know anything about him. Maybe that's a problem. Yeah. But he seems famous. Yeah, I like him. I think it was, he's super famous yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, and he's, so wealthy. He's, fam- yeah. he's in the uh, comedians my parents know about category, yes, which is same. a real legitimate category. Also, Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock produced that show. Did you know that? No. What show? Yes. What are we talking about? Um, his, his stand-up, uh, not stand-up, his sitcom on ABC, George oh, Lopez. Really? I think it was called the George Lopez yeah, yeah. show. I actually liked Sandra it for the first Bullock. couple of seasons. Mm. But Sandra Bullock apparently and George Lopez are homies. Sandra Bullock, one of the my, uh, my parents only know actors who've been to space, so it's Sandra okay. Bullock, George Clooney. Thank God, First Man Ryan came Gosling. out, so they know. Well, they still don't quite know him, yeah, because uh, he people. came back safely. And also that uh, movie it's Matt was Damon. so unwatched. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah, Matt no. Damon. Uh, Sandra Bullock, George Clooney. So your parents are super into Gary Sinise. They don't even love space stuff. What That's a, just who, my dad definitely knows Michael who Tom Jordan Hanks is. And who yes! Oh yeah, Michael Jordan for sure. <laughs> this we did, Space Jam's the last time my dad went to a movie theater. Like really? not a joke, yeah. not a joke at all. Wow, bro, we were like ten. Yeah, yeah, and what, I think he does, just thought it was good enough he... to never ever go back. He thinks they're all that now. Oh well, he should just he's keep gonna it go that way. He's Don't gonna ever go back. Let people, because we talk about that a lot on the podcast, and people are like, "You have to do a thing where you take him to see Space Jam." Yes, too. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. he loves LeBron so much. He he's does? like so hyped okay, on good, it. Good, good. Uh, yeah, okay. but then LeBron and them people they fired Terrence Nance. I mean, what? it's <laughs> nothing could have happened to make it good. Like, <laughs> what could possibly all the cartoons are aren't even unionized yeah so they're, 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 they said their set life everything's super That's flat true. it's all them people um, like who are in who frame roger rabbit like dude where are our jobs we were out here holding lights for 17 hours a day so this one guy could draw her um okay so star wars princess bride's gonna be an interesting matchup because i, pick I it's gonna be because everyone's gonna vote on this online. Oh, okay. Princess okay. Bride keep it just beat Pulp Fiction like eighty three to seventeen. It keeps People blowing stuff out of the way. People shame you more for an, you that's have a very surprising. niche audience. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's high school theater kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's why the Princess that's Bride's making a real strong run. Because I can buy, I can buy the Princess Bride over Star Wars. I do yeah. not buy it over Pulp Fiction. Uh, second matchup. Yeah. Okay. We've got Lord of the Rings, all encompassing, versus Godfather, all encompassing. You're more shamed for Godfather. Yeah. I think the yeah. Godfather's going to go. It's a pretty heavy hitter. Yeah. This side of the brackets yeah. named after it. Uh, the Lord of the Rings is also, I think what Marvel did to Star Wars uh, happened even worse to Lord of the Rings with Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, I see. Where You're it's so like a, right? a genre oh, legacy shit. affected Lord of the Rings, which was the greatest fantasy thing ever yeah. made, well, immediately became a long walk. We used to be talking about That's Peter Oldboy. What's his name? All the time. Peter Jackson? Jackson. Yes, and like Peter New Old Zealand Boy. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Oldboy. Old <laughs> uh, that's Guillermo that. del Toro has made uh, Hellboy. Peter, Peter Hellboy <laughs> is what I call Guillermo del Toro when I can't remember him. <laughs> oh, Peter Hellboy. Uh, I saw this very funny interview with Guillermo del Toro after Shape of Water came out where they went through his house. Oh dear. And he was like, I got a weird house. Look at that vote, <laughs> like 75 questions. Yeah, yeah, and his house was super weird. Gerald it's all horror stuff. And wow. he's like, my house is weird. And we're like, yeah, you're fucking yeah, you're weird, dude. But that's why we <laughs> like you. That's hilarious. There's this, uh, there's this same Vogue 75 questions joint where Donatella Versace is going through her house. Yeah. And they're like, what's your favorite movie of this year? She goes, The Shape of Water. Insane thing ever. She looks crazy because of all the work she's had done. And she looks like the fish. Oh, God, I'm not nice. 
But she looks like, oh boy, the shape of water. She's oh, like, the shape of water. Oh, man. At least they, he was, you know, they were having sex. He, listen, he looks like Michael Fav- Phelps. Like, honestly. Yeah. And it's so weird <laughs> yeah, to watch fish really... Michael Phelps fuck a deaf yeah. girl. Like, that's strange. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, that pitch in the room sure is hard. <laughs> but when it's Guillermo del Toro saying it, when it's Peter Peter Hellboy. It's going to be a hot fish wow. man, kind of. All right, we're rolling with the pun games now. This game's called Before and Afters. Okay. How it works is uh, we smash two movie titles into one movie title. Okay. I will tell you the new plot, and you tell me the movie title. Okay. okay. So an, an example of how one could be titled is The Wolf of Wally Street. Right? We got two movies smashed into one. Got it. So we'll start easy and they get a little harder uh first one and you can work together or opponent i'm good i'm good with either co-op mode uh, but after, you know if i figure it out first i'm gonna call this it what out happens every single time i'm, great. I'm an overachiever <laughs> good. Good. Uh, all right i try to probably cool, will and i probably won't but i <laughs> i do work after his father is killed a young prince must overcome his speech impediment and return to take his rightful place as ruler of the jungle. The Lion the King, King of speech. The Lion King speech. True co-op mode. That was two. The Lion King speech. Because I wasn't going to get King speech. I wasn't. I, I knew I was King told, something. Yeah, yeah. It was offensive of you to stutter through it, but it was the Lion King speech. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, wow. No, uh, talk about movies that story. just didn't get okay. viewed. That one won Best Picture and we don't care about it. Uh, yeah, but that's because the princess is black now or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just erased. I don't care about any of their I was like, history. that's a weird guess for the before and after is the princess <laughs> yeah. is black now. But, uh... <laughs> well, I just mean like, you know, it's like, okay, wow, you know, they might have been Nazis or whatever, but Megan's a negress. <laughs> So who cares? Uh, number two. In late 60s Hollywood, a stunt double and a TV star join up with a formerly famous Bella Lugosi to create an endearing series of low-budget films. Wait, you got to repeat that for me. In late 60s Hollywood, a okay. stunt double and a TV star okay. join up with Once a formerly a famous Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi to create an endearing series of low-budget films. Once upon a time under the sea or Hollywood. <laughs> Close, close. You're halfway there. Uh, what is the in the Hollywood Bell land? The, the, no. uh, once upon a thousand leagues under. The, I don't know. I don't um, know shit about B, B we, movies. Hollywood we're looking for once upon a time in Edwood. There, I was uh, never gonna get that. Uh, <laughs> Edwood is a movie where Johnny Depp is. It's it's all right. Number never. three. The front man for one of the biggest bands of all time shuns his band and friends to try and become a chef in Paris. Wait. Okay. Frontmans of frontman of one of the greatest bands of all time. So what is that a Paul McCartney thing? Is that a is it a, is it a John be, Lennon thing? Or is it Bohemian Rhapsody? Because we were just talking about okay, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Go ahead. And then what was the second chef? The frontman for one of the biggest bands of all time shuns his band and his friends to try and become a chef in Paris. Chef in Paris. Bohemian. Oh, I, I know. Something. Chef in Paris. Look at how uh, upset everyone in the studio is because they know it and they don't want, they want to hear me attempt to say it. <laughs> oh, does that mean it's hard to is it say? Is it Rhapsody? Is it Rhapsody? Le Bohemian Rhapsody. La Bohemian Rhapsody. No. Okay, no. no. I was going to go with you though. No. I'm just trying to go with you. Madame Bovary Rhapsody. I don't know. <laughs> 
We're looking for Bohemian Ratatouille. Oh, oh, I was never gonna in fucking my head, get that. Chef, I up, actually was pun. halfway there in my head. <laughs> that's not. A, this I didn't isn't know the first that time the game is just called backlash. <laughs> I did not, not know. Right. That's a shitty portmanteau. Yeah. Last one. Well, I, I, yeah. tell that to JDSH11 on Instagram. <laughs> yes, uh, JDSH. Last one. You. I can't remember. Who, <clears throat> in an effort to get over a breakup, a struggling musician heads to Hawaii, where he bumps into his ex-girlfriend's family. People he believes are just nervous as an attempt to deal with their daughter's interracial relationship. Forgetting, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Ma- um, what's the fucking what's the Wait, f- what's the end part? I just keep thinking Marshall Ma- Marshall Mather. People, his, his, his girlfriend's family. People he believes are just nervous as an attempt to deal with their daughter's interracial relationship. What's that joint? Is it that joint oh. with Matthew McConaughey and Sam Jackson? No, he said interracial no relationship. Forgetting that was that Sarah. movie that. That f- about the first interracial marriage, I think. No, it's not. No. It's definitely not that. Loving? Oh, oh that, that was loving. Yeah, no, that's something not about, Something about loving. Uh, forgetting? Forgetting Sarah Marsh. Marshall. Mathers. Mathers. That's <laughs> I keep oh, you thinking of 8 Mile? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready for the answer to this one? Yeah. No, because I'm going to be thinking? mad when you give it to me. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, fuck. You guys can edit out this stuff, yeah? We actually don't have editing software. Oh. Yeah, this is all live. <laughs> all right, we're looking for forget outing Sarah Marshall. Oh, See, come I on. Don't... These are not puns. No. no. <laughs> These are, These are like mentos. Yes, this is very different. Okay, I'll write down this the word portmentos. the rules. Uh, but thanks, everyone, because people send me send me those. Thanks if you listen and you send me the before and after. Yeah, listen, right I'm not a... Yeah, you should call them before and after is like the Jeopardy category. Yeah. Because mm. pun, it's not quite right. It's just playing on that's words. Cunty, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the cunty. That's the cunty. Are you thinking of our movie No Cunty for Old Men, uh, which is the new name of the game? Wow, wow. A movie I would love I to see. I actually really like that. That yes, is a pun. Movie. That is a movie. That I, is very fun. I want to write that. Okay. We got Wait, a new we game. Have we to need write to write that, that No Cunty for Old Men. If you write it, you can come. We'll do the script on you. Yeah, please. Oh, my. Okay. No cursing. <laughs> so we play a game now called it's a new game called Build the Perfect Movie. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. What happens is you must combine two movies uh, that fall under the same category to build the perfect movie as close to a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes oh, wow. without going over. Without so going price over. Price is right rules. Price is right rules. So you must combine two movies mm-hmm. without going over where whose Rotten oh. Tomato scores are as close to one hundred percent without going over. We, so a so banger is, and a trash ass movie. Yeah. Right. And so there is something called the Golden Perfy, which is if they have a hundred percent movie and a zero percent movie. For instance, yeah, Ben Affleck has like three one hundred percent movies and three zero percent movies. We looked yeah. like, we his... played his last time and it was oh like he had some golden perfies up so there. So what so the um, can you just tell me so like with Ben Affleck his I would have perfects. to go back and look it back up. Oh, okay. Uh, I imagine good Will Hunting is one of them. Um, no, it, it's to get be perfect on Rotten Tomatoes, you essentially have to be a documentary. Oh, I um, yeah, I feel like that's a very oh, so. Uh, so what, what, you, what gonna you're going to try and do game. is we're going to try and make <laughs> and you compete against each other. Okay, the perfect Tom Hanks movie. Okay. So, oh, uh, you need so you will alternate choices. Okay. So Ray, you will go first. You can pick one Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks does have a hundred percent movie. His lowest is nine. Uh, but Ooh. there are ways to get the golden cool. perfect. He does have movies that combine to 100%. Wow. Okay. okay. So I'm very curious about that. Is it, is the nine? Uh, I can't tell you. I'm just, you know, just make a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> is the nine, you know, conversationally or whatever, is it a uh, revisionist uh, engagement with Forrest Gump? No. Okay. This is just Rotten Tomatoes scores. Okay. 
Uh, Wait, so no, I just mean it's like are people oh, going back and being like oh. Forrest Gump wasn't oh. real enough? You know, there's like a woke <laughs> lens that yeah, people yeah. are watching old movies with. Right, now. right, right. Um, so okay, you said Lois is the, is a nine. So I'm you, gonna so go you pick one. Then Dana will pick one. I'll let you both know oh, where the, you're at before okay. you pick your second one. Okay, oh, okay. so I'm gonna go uh, the Burbs. I love that movie. So good. Hmm. All right, Dana, Tom Hanks movie. Uh, the Terminal. The terminal. Oh, I'm very curious what that. I'm very curious what yeah, that is rated it. too. All right, the Burbs. Ray, you are at fifty three percent. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Hey. Terminal, sixty percent. What? Mm. So how is that? I, I, first of all, that's disrespectful. Critical. <laughs> That is disrespectful. <laughs> to Do you know burbs? how good the burbs yeah. is? Uh, I think it's a. Fi- I'd give it a fifty-six out of a hundred. But is it wait the burbs? <laughs> I know. I, d- I just think people didn't like self-aware dark movies like that when they were all rating it when it came out. <laughs> Fair um, enough. So now, uh, Dana, since you have the higher number, you pick first. You're trying to get a Tom Hanks movie that is oh, as close to forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes without going over. I will let you know. I'm scrolling and I see some thirty-seven, thirty-sixes. Okay. Um, Do I see a wait, forty? No. This is. Rotten Tomatoes is all critic reviews, or is it also audience reviews? Because that's reviews. the they have oh, a separate the green okay. thing, the green splat thing is. Mm-hmm. No, that just means you're bad. I think Toy Story four. You think Toy Story four is forty percent? Oh, good call. Tomatoes? I didn't like it. Good call. I didn't watch it. I didn't hate okay. it. It was the the fourth best. Ray, you're looking for a forty-seven percent or I'm less. Looking you're looking as close to a hundred as without going over. Okay. Oh God, all the Tom Hanks shit. I know would get you know emo critics to all do 60 or something so what's a mediocre tom hanks movie i want to say sleepless in seattle but people are nostalgic Mm -hmm. about that one people really like that one um tom hanks movie there there are two movies that could get you a perfect 100 percent. god damn it okay (laughs) all right do people hate philadelphia uh oh god tom hanks Shit. A perfect 100. You said two movies. Yeah. Are they, can you give me, if are they super obscure or not? No. They're not obscure? No. Okay. Mm. Did he do You Got Mail? Ooh. What do you need, a 40 something? He did do that. Do I want to? Do I want to lean in? I don't know. I have a poker face on a I podcast know. right now. <laughs> I'm very bad at being competitive because I keep being like, yeah, I feel no. like, yeah. I feel like like there's a certain like trashy rom com Tom Hanks that might get mm-hmm. me to perfect trashy Tom coms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a pun. See, not a portmanteau. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with you've got mail. You've got mail. Yeah. Okay. What you gonna do, babe? All right. So, Dana, The Terminal and Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. The Terminal, 60%. Toy Story 4, 97% Excuse on Rotten Tomatoes. Excuse me? Good God, no, you're lying. 97%, the, highest, the second highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes behind another Toy Story movie. It, it, Toy Story 2 is in 98%. Wait, I said 4. First of all, Toy Story 4 out. is 97%. Time and out. Two, 
D- Two is ninety-eight. Because only three people saw that fucking movie. That's why. Toy Story Four is ninety-seven percent. No, there's no, no way that so Toy Story <laughs> Two. But wait, there's no this way that Toy Story insane. Two is ninety-eight percent. No, it's not. Toy Story Two is Toy actually hundred percent. I'm looking at it right How now. How is Toy Story Two better Toy Story than Toy Story Two? Is hundred percent. Did it just go up? What are you doing? I was looking at the wrong Toy Story. I don't buy this. Toy Story Two is better than Toy Story. Who's lying? Toy Story. Toy Story Two is very good. I. It's not better than Toy Story. Toy Story Three is ninety-eight percent. Toy What's Story it? 1 is also 100%. Yeah. There we go. So they're both 100%. Pixar just no buys way. up all the critics. I don't believe this. All right. And uh, you know, right? we didn't know Tim Allen was a dickhead back mm-hmm. then. So of and course now you rated it 100 so Now we do. Lower. Right, and that's brought some people up. Uh, <laughs> Fair I enough. was given, I like him when I he just dealt so coke and narked all his friends out. Uh, <laughs> all right, The Burbs, 53%. You've got male. 68%. Damn it! Oh, I went wow. over. Okay. There's a lot of those just weird, sort of like any Da Vinci Code or Da Vinci Code oh, sequel. Right. Angels you know, and I Demons are all forgot. around 46 I to 48%. Anything forgot. as hair's long probably would have got you guys I around 100%. I forgot that he even did Da Vinci yeah. Code. Man, uh, I really thought Toy Story 4 would have a lower. Grade. Yeah, me too. 97. It has the, it a low one so for a Toy Story movie. Have you watched it? And all of the rules yeah, of the universe good. were just like, eh, whatever. We'll do whatever we want. Oh, okay. What is the yeah. premise? Do you know? Uh, you obviously saw it. Of course I you don't, know. I don't, can we do this? Woody wants to, base, it's basically what happens after you've done everything you thought you were put on this planet to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's basically a movie like. about so, like, what Woody, it's like Woody when you just goes a dead off horse. with no kid and what he would do if he had no kid. Okay. So it's about what you do when everything you've lived for is over. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the very heady way of explaining that there was a or, cool fork and then that was it. So funny. I love Toy Story 4. I'd say I'd give it a 97 out of 100. No, really? If Man, I you need to talk tomatoes. to Liz McGee. Um, all right, so we got our last game here. Guess what movie caused Dad's describe and having only watched the movie trailer and never having heard of the movie. Okay. So we're going to play it all the way through, and mm-hmm. then put your hand up if you think you have a guess. Okay. Okay. She wants him to open the curtains. He has a dirty mouth and talks quick to her, then slams the door. Everyone says this guy is a freak show. They don't like him. He's walking very particular. Why did he do that to the dog? He yells at the kids walking down the street. He didn't want her to leave and gave her the best compliment she's ever heard. She's crying. She walks away. He talks about how some people have pretty stories and noodle salad. Quick shots of the cast. (laughs) He storms into his doctor's office once without an appointment. His friend saying, I love you, doesn't do it for him. The tone seems happy, and he's a guy people hate. But then they grow to love him. Hold on. I think something funny happens at the end of this one. Diane. (laughs) Is <laughs> that your mom, Diane? I don't know how to stop it. Push the red button. Okay. The red button part was not part of the trailer. Wow. I also love that, like, Diane. Yeah, <laughs> just turns around. Um, so I was, when I first raised my hand, because we were still on a carton part, mm-hmm. uh, curtain part, I was going to go, like, the prestige or something like that. Okay, not the prestige. Um, but then then something happened to a dog, and we was walking down the street, and now I'm confused. <laughs> I have truly this no idea. This is maybe the hardest one we've ever had. This is maybe the hardest one we've ever had. Can you tell, if, can if, we is do it recent, a little bit one, or, and can you say, like, when it came out? Yeah. I don't even know when it came out. Uh, can I'll we, tell we you, do, it do you again? want to know the star? 
Yeah, uh, sure. I don't want you to super spoil it for me. I I'm... don't think it would. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Stars Jack okay. Nicholson. Who? She wants him to open okay. the curtains. He has a dirty mouth and talks quick to her, then slams the door. Everyone says this guy is a freak show. Oh. They don't. It's. Uh, you've got, or, uh, uh, as good as it gets. It is as good as it gets. You know I was never going to get that. I God just watched you. it recently. Aww. I was never. What did he do th- to that First dog? of all, that sounds nothing like as good as no, it gets. No, it doesn't at all. Yeah, <laughs> it but that's what it is. Nothing. That, first of all, now that I know that it's as good as it yeah. gets, I'm very angry. Do you want to know why it doesn't sound like, like it? was describing Salad? a white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> he sounded like he was describing Edward uh, Norton. What is as good what? as it gets? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, Who thinks they're as good as it gets <laughs> quite like a white supremacist? <laughs> uh, that's the thing about trailers from the 90s. They didn't give away everything that happened. When he does like, like if he did salad. like a trailer for like uh, some movie that came out in like 2015. Like, the tra- like La La Land is like, in in La La Land, yes. here we are dancing to La La Land. You're right about the guy every from, major plot right, point. The guy who will be Neil Armstrong in two years is dancing with the. And it's like it's it and just gives sing. it all away, right? Yeah. It gives it all away. But the trailers used to be so vague yeah. that when we hit a '90s one, it is hard. But yeah. in the '80s, yeah. they say the name of the movie 50 yes. times. Like the Roadhouse trailer is like at the Roadhouse, the guy oh, you right. love from Dirty Dancing beats people up, and so you're like, well, this one we can't do either. Actually, you know what's so funny? So uh, when I was like. Uh, in the writers room at REL we would just like for fun uh, one of the writers would just like show us uh, trailers for black exploitation movies mm-hmm. in the 70s and my god yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it like so you're talking about just beating you over yeah. like I didn't need to ever watch a black exploitation movie yeah. because in addition to the fact that they all worked out the same uh, they like the movie would be like oh look she fucks him up and she fucks them all up. Watch Pam Greer <laughs> fucking them up. Fuck them up. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, we know Pam's going to fuck really, them up. Like, I've seen the evolution of movie trailers throughout all this, and right mm-hmm. now they're not in a good place. They give away too much. They give too away too much. Because I, don't, I think yeah. people like spoilers more than they'll ever admit. I actually quite like spoilers, to be honest, and I do this, and uh, maybe I'm the one who ruined the culture. But, like, yes, if I watch personally. a pilot of a show... And it's bingeable. Like I can, you know, like oh, for example, like I started something pretty recently, and I was like, okay, I can't wait a season to figure out if this bitch gonna die because I don't want to. Sounds like cheers. <laughs> 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 oh my god, is Diane gonna die? Well, is I mean, Sam gonna get drunk and uh-huh. kill his girlfriend? His, her name's not Liv Ann. <laughs> She's uh, Diane. <laughs> uh, that's a pun. Uh, I have no idea what puns are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Don't like I like truly like I will just go on Wikipedia and be like, is this bitch gonna uh, die? <laughs> oh, she not gonna die. Okay, uh, so let me watch I'm, the rest of the show. All right, so we gotta get out that. of here. I know, I'm we gotta sorry. Wrap it up. Uh, uh, thank you f- so much for never having seen a Star Is Born. I had so much fun with you thank guys you today. Honestly, uh, I hope your audience thinks it was fun because I just be talking. Uh, right, no cunty for old men. <laughs> oh, do you want to I really? really will. That's I will so totally because I fucking love that movie. Uh, by the way, yeah, no. Yeah. We're gonna have uh, a gas. Yeah. Wait, Dana, no, but I. Here. But we saw it. We can't write no country for home. No one's seen no country for old men. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let well, that's know. a porn parody. Yeah. 
Uh, trust me, I know porn parodies. Uh, <laughs> you know my comedic history ran different my life. Strokes, um, which was also just a straight up porn parody title. Different what? strokes. Oh, um, was it? Oh, because I, you know, don't tell anybody. But recently, I, well, I'm telling a whole you podcast. Said that about the the I, I uh, recently watched uh, not the Cosby Show. And the guy who was playing Bill, really good with his eyes, really good eye acting. It's a Cosby porn parody. Yeah, it's legit the Cosby Show, and they're do- and like Vanessa fucks her dad. It's so strange. Anyway, well, yeah, if it's made recently, this season of porn is all. Oh no incest. no, it was um gosh, it was maybe like five years ago, but yeah, oh, incest is yeah no. Oh, so man. right now, a lot of his stuff is like taboo, stepson, stepmom, yeah. or whatever. Well, that would be called the Cusby porn. It'd just be his cousin, yeah. <laughs> or the Cuxby Show. Okay, let everyone know where to find you and everything. Uh, find me on Twitter at Raysani, um, R-A-E-S-A-N-N-I, and on Instagram, Rafizzle87. Don't tell anybody I was into Snoop when I made it. Um, and, you know, watch a Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO. I'm very, very excited and proud of it, and I, I was lucky enough to be invited to be on this historical writing staff, so... Uh, enjoy it. We we worked really hard. Thank you for having me, man. I always enjoy you. I've had a crush on Kyle like from since I don't know New York stand up maybe like four or five years ago. He's like wow, one of the big. cleverest, <laughs> one of the cleverest people I know. Doesn't know what a pun is. No, who does? But he just learned. You don't have he to be clever learned. to do puns. That's true. But yeah. but Kyle, He's like not like a gonna jump your bones crush, but like Kyle excites me all the this. time. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't oh, sure. I just made it really awkward. All I meant to say <laughs> Look, is that no I adore Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell oh, that's anyone. So fun. Dana, I let everyone know so where to spite. find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Dana VGHN, D A N A VGHN, because there's a, a member of a boy band named Dana Vons. So, uh, <laughs> someone uh, there. What took band? It. He's actually of the grocery store I am fame. Five? Oh, way back. Yeah. I th- wait, I think. Am I, don't I thinking the right know. thing? It's actually Dan A. It's, Vaughn. Yeah, Dan A. Vegan. Dan, Dan A. Vegan? <laughs> Dan A. Vegan. Uh, that's my new food blog. Uh, also, yeah. Vaughn is too common a name to be like greedy about anyway. Fuck him. No, well, he also has a, it's a plural Vaughn, but it's 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 like the grocery weird. store, but with G's. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That's the end. Thanks for listening, everyone. Go vote on the shame bracket on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> and everything. Find us on there. We only got like three more. Stop the pushing bracket, the so fucking Princess Bride, yeah. man. Yeah, it is crazy. The That's Princess Bride is making bizarre. a crazy run. Will it beat the... It better, not beat, it better not beat Godfather, though. Uh, and we'll see. But thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good life. Star Bands Avenue. A podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.